Praise the Lord. We want to thank you again for tuning in. All the countries that are listening and are tuning, I would like to invite you to send us an email or even call us. You can meet us also on, on um, Skype, Faith Restoration Ministries. If you'd like to talk with us, if there's any question you want to ask us or anything that's on your heart that you believe we'll be able to answer and able to help you with, wherever you're calling from, wherever you're listening from. First of all, we appreciate it, and we pray God's blessings upon you. We pray that each day you'll find his presence as you walk with him. Know that with God all things are possible. Know that he cares about you. You may say that where you are, things are so difficult. Believe me, it is everywhere. But each day we have to walk by faith. Remember, the just shall live by his faith. In Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 5. So keep that in mind. Walk by faith. It is not easy. It's not an easy walk. But it's a determined walk. A walk that he said, regardless of what's going on, I am going to trust my God. So we stand with you this morning. We want you to know, above all, God loves you. He cares for you. And even if we do not see all our prayers answered, this side of life or the way, we expected them to answer. He still cares. And remember, we have an inheritance that will never perish, and it is waiting for us. May God bless you, and we pray that today you'll really have a touch from him. We're going from Psalm, um, Psalm 91, talking about God's presence and having the power to overcome demonic force. Let me say here, demonic force is an it's a real situation. You can bet on it. If it, when you read this psalm, you will find that these things are real. But anyway, let us pray. Father, we ask that you guide again. We ask you to speak through your instrument, through your oracle, and our sister as she comes after this, Lord. We pray your blessings. We pray the anointing of God. We pray that God, not they may hear our voice, but, Lord, you speak through us for your glory and for your praise. Someone out there, Lord, wants to hear that you care. Someone wants to hear that God, demons have no power over them. Someone wants to hear what it means to live in your presence. He said, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is what we seek each day, to be in your perfect will. This we ask, and we pray your blessings today, in Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 91 goes like this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. He shall, his truth shall be thy shield and buckle. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. Praise God. We know God's word is blessed, but we pray as the blessing was again today. I don't know what Bible you're reading from, but I read from the King James, as I often say to you. And uh, 
I feel more comfortable doing this because I know, so far as we know, it's the original that thousands of people have used, millions of people have used for generations, generations since it was first printed. But anyway, we're talking about God's protective presence, his protective power. We spoke about this some long time ago, but maybe from a different text. But from this Psalm 91, I can remember now, um, just before I went to London many eons ago, um, an elderly lady in my church who said, Barbara, I want you to come down to my house before you leave. I went down there the evening and she said, she introduced me. It was the first time I think I'd ever known about it. It was a young girl and she said, Psalm 91. And it has been my companion throughout the ages. Psalm 91. Read it. When you read it, ask the Lord to reveal things to you. Feel comfortable. Feel that you're protected and know that God is with you. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place. You may be asking, well, what is that secret place of God? As I thought about it, I realized the secret place, is, you know, when you have a secret, it's just you and one person, it's anything. If you tell it to anyone, it is one other person. Your closest friend, your confidant, the one you can depend on, the one you know is not going to let you down. Your secret. So the secret place is a very, very intimate place with God. A place between just you and God alone. It is being in his divine will. Being under his control. Being led directly by the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. The secret place is not a place you share with anyone. It cannot be shared. It is just between you and God and God alone. And the words that this is David speaking. Does it say David? No, it doesn't say David. But the writer here is saying, he that, that dwelleth, if this is where you live, if you constantly seek for God's direction, if you constantly seek for his guidance, it means that you are hooked into him. You're connected to the true vine. You find that in, in, in um, John chapter 15. It means that everything you're going to do, you, you follow this instruction in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. The secret place of God. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. It is an intimate place between you and Almighty God, His Son, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. This is where, when you're in that place, He will give His angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways because you depend on God. You know that, God, I dare not take a step without you. The secret place. The secret place of God. The secret place. He said, He that dwells there. And listen, he didn't say just living in the White House. He didn't say about living in, the, um, in, in Buckingham Palace. He didn't say about living in the highest mansion, best, most expensive mansion, or wherever. He said the most high God. Think about it for a moment. God said in Isaiah, I believe, 44, somewhere there. He said, there's no other God besides me. I don't know of another. 
And saints of God, when we find ourselves in his presence, we are privileged. Remember, we are Adam's broken race, born of his DNA. Yet God in his love towards mankind, John 3, 16, 17, sent his son down here to die for us. That today we can read in Ephesians chapter 2 that we sit in heavenly places with him. What a privilege this morning. What a blessing this morning. Why should you worry? Why should you complain? Yes, we are here. We're not in heaven yet. But believe me, take one day at a time. That's what the songwriter said. Help me to live. Help me to give one day at a time. Because there is better yet to come. What we need to do, saints of God, is to ensure that every day our walk is with God. His word is our lamp and our feet on our feet, and his light will lighten the path for us. And you find that in Psalm 190. The secret place. The secret place of the Most High God. He says here, when we're living there, we are under the shadow of the Almighty. That means, <laughs> amen. He's seen us. No matter where we turn, he sees us. No matter what is happening, he sees us. His eyes are constantly upon us, and his ears are open unto our cries, Psalm 34. God loves us. And despite our fallen selves, coming from the Adamic nature, God chose to give us his new divine nature. And you find that in um, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse uh, 4, he gives us his true divine nature. Why would you want to live closer to him and drop off everything from the world? It's not easy. I'm not going to pretend for you. Oh, sometimes you slip. Isn't that, this is why I'm so glad we are under his shadow. Amen, under the shadow of the Almighty. When we sleep, he says, hey, that shadow isn't there anymore. What's going on? And through the Holy Spirit, it brings conviction to us. And we have to run back and say, God, I'm sorry. Get ourselves right back in place. And you know what I love about this God? He will leave the ninety and nine in the fold to go and find us. I was thinking about it this month, some time ago, not too long ago. He leaves the ninety and nine. You'd have said, okay, well, the other sheep gone straight. Well, leave that one. Let's, let's forget about that one. We do that in the church. And even when that one comes back, we criticize, we give them funny looks, and we act certain ways. I've heard people say, oh, never back yet. You know, I, I don't pay much attention because you can be in the church, you can be on the pulpit preaching, and the enemy drops things in your mind. You can walk around in unforgiveness. You know, once you have unforgiveness in your heart, you may not leave the church, but your your broken relationship with God. Yes. So this morning, even though you fought, and maybe you're listening to me and you're saying, Sister Barbara, I have fallen. I don't think God cares about me. He cares. He will leave the ninety and nine, and nine rather, to come and seek you 
because he loves you so much. Always remember, when you're falling, always remember that he sent his only begotten son in this world who gave his life on Calvary. When you read um, Isaiah 53, and to read about what he, how he was viewed, how even his own turned against him. They denied it. But still, he kept the promise of God. Still, God's love was established in this earth when Jesus came. And in verse, let's look at verse 2, says, I will say of the Lord, the only way you can speak of God being your refuge, it is when you have had a relationship with him. Go back to what I said this morning earlier, that it has to be an intimate relationship. The secret place is, is, it is having an intimate relationship with God. And he said, I can tell, I can testify of this, that he's my refuge, he's my fortress. And what he says here, in God will I trust. You know, the American money says, in God we trust. And there are people saying, who said, we don't want this thing about in God we trust. I, I won't respond to that. I'll leave that alone. God will answer that one himself. But listen, this person who wrote these words is giving a testimony. First, he said, if you live in God's presence, you'll be under the, the very eyelids, the very every time is gazed. That's what he said, if you were to do that. Then he said, I have done it. And verse 3, he's actually saying, I have given a testimony. This is what he's given here. He said, I have done it. And I can say of the Lord that he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Remember I said, it's a secret. The secret place is having that relationship between you and God. Is the one you tell your secrets to, you talk to, you serve. Every time you're going to make a decision, you say, God, what shall I do? You go back to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Because he is your refuge. He is your strength. He is your fortress. He is your most high God. Look at verse 3. He said, surely. And here the testimony continues. He shall deliver thee from the smear of a fowl and from a noisome pestilence. Let me say here. There are times you're walking and you do not know that snake is in the grass and that snake can, you can, you know, or the scorpion can sting you. People can set sneer. The enemy can set sneers for you and trap you. But he says here, he shall, God will deliver you from the smear of the fowl. I believe this person is given a testimony of what God did for him. And from the noisome pestilence. Let me stay here. He talks about the the, the, pearl, um, the noisome pestilence. He's talking about the, the chopper, the snare, the chopper. And then he's talking about the, 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 the perilous or deadly enemies. There are some people who come in your life, but they are deadly. And there are times the enemy sends all kinds of storms which are deadly. But the word here tells us God will deliver us. 
he will deliver us. He will break the snare of the fowler, and we will escape. He will thwart a plan and plots of the enemy so that we escape. When God is on your side, you don't have to worry about the demons that are out there. Right now, my sister and I were praying. We were on the prayer line yesterday morning about a situation that we've been waiting for things to happen. We need to get some stuff overseas. And we were, we've been wanting everything that you could think of that could happen has held us back for the past few months. Not being able to get it over. If it's one thing or another, it's another rather. And then the Lord would show us that this has, it is a demonic attack hindering these things from going. And we got down to prayer. Let me say here, sometimes in your life, you lose a button, or rather the buttonhole gets too big. And I'm using this just as an analogy. Then the button falls off. Then the sleeve goes. Then the color. Then you find holes. And you patch here and you patch there. You patch here. The other part is torn. That's how life is. That's how life is. But nevertheless, he will deliver us. He will deliver us. He shall cover thee with his feathers, verse 4, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Let me say here this morning, when you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, all you need to be concerned about is that you're pleasing God. You don't have to worry. You stay under his control. Stay in his presence. When you stay in his presence, he'll take care of the rest. Let's read it again for you. He shall cover thee, verse 4, with his feathers. I never see, I remember the little girl back then when you see the, the mother hen <laughs> and something happened and the chickens would gather the chickens and she just, you know, the wings would just bulge out and the chickens out of there hiding, especially in the thunderstorm. That's what he says he will do for us. He shall hide us under his feathers. And under his wings shalt thou trust. You don't worry. Oh, hallelujah. There's a song that says, Under his wings I'm safely abiding. Though the night beatens and tempests are, uh, are strong, however it goes. Jesus will guide us. Jesus will protect us. Just learn to trust him with all your might, all your heart, everything you have in you. This is how, what you do when you have an intimate friend. You Listen, you may have a husband, and you can't tell him no more than maybe 50% of your heart, maybe 60. You're lucky if you can make it 90. And he does it, and the same to him, with him to you too. Because we cannot trust one another. Because we're flesh. We're finite. It's not that we don't want to do things that are right, but because we live in a broken, sinful world. It says here in verse 5, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes the new day. There are things happening right now. I say it all the time. You watch the television. If you watch the news, look at some of the people. Look at their faces. You can see some receive terror, but some you can see the devil in hell in them. You can see demons crawling out like worms. That's how, it, that's how it appears in your imagination. They are so demonic. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you may not recognize it. 
But even if you don't, you're going to say, what's wrong with that person? Why is that person so evil? But it's demons. They're demonic spirits. Remember, Ephesians 6 and 12 says, we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Demons cannot operate without humans. So when you hear certain things that are statements that are being made and laws and all these things, you know these are direct instructions from the enemy working through human beings. And by the way, so-called intelligent human beings. That's who demons are. Their aim is to destroy. Jesus spoke of them in John 10 and 10. The devil comes but not for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And in the same verse, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and more abundantly. Now, which one would you choose? Choose to live. Choose to live. And when he says abundantly, it is not just for here. It's eternally. When you make the decision to follow Jesus Christ, you're making eternal uh, decision which will have eternal consequences. Then hear what it says in verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. He said, Only thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, in the most high thy habitation. And look at verse 10. There shall, and I'm going to stop there. There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. And you know, I can't stop. It is so interesting here this morning. No evil. God will protect you. People go out and they buy, get rabbit's foot and uh, what else, all kinds of charms to put in their homes and put in their cars. Say they'll use that for protection. They can't protect you. That demon, Satan cannot protect you against himself. Impossible. But he says, he says, because there was made the Lord, which is my refuge, in the most high God. And I say high God. He says, in the most high, thy habitation. He says, verse 10, there shall no evil befall thee. When you are covered by the blood, um, Revelation chapter 12 and 11, when you are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and you know the word, you speak the word against the enemy just like Jesus said and did while he was tempted, and you're covered by the blood, there shall no evil before thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. But you have to stay in the secret place of the Most High God. You have to hide in that refuge, that that place it is just you and God. Satan cannot come there and touch you unless God gives him permission. Remember with Job? He could not touch Job unless God had given him permission. So it is when you're in that secret place of the Most High, the devil cannot have his way with you because God is covering you and no evil no matter what magic they set against you, no matter what they want to call it, every, every culture has a different name. But no matter what they set up against you, it will not work. 
when you're under the blood. Praise God. When you're under the blood, when the name of Jesus is upon you, when you have that deep relationship with the Lord, that intimate, that close relationship, when you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, you are secured. Verse 11. For you know why? He shall, you know why demons cannot touch you? For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. You know when they are hiding, hiding from you, God will allow us to just step on them. When you think about it, he says, For he shall, they shall bear thee up. The angels now, verse 12. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. I was thinking about it while I was, you know, preparing for the message. The angels have you high up above them. And the enemies below, you just trample them, you just pump on them. Amen. You just pump on them. Amen. It's, verse 13, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the, the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample on the feet. You just trample them. And Luke 10 and 19 said, where Jesus said, behold. Verse 18 said, I see, say, I see him. I see him coming down as lightning. I see the deceiver, but turn to the disciples and he said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and dragons, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies harm you. Why? Because the angels of God are holding you up above them. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise God. There are people sometimes who say, How is this is happening? That's happening. This happened in your life. That happened in your life. How are you still so calm? How were you able to get over? Because the angels of God holding us up. Amen. Because we dwell in that secret place. We learn to live in the secret place of the Most High God. And He gives us power over the enemy. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. The secret place, saints. If you've been playing hopscotch with God for years, it's time to find something steady. Steady yourself. Plant your feet in that secret place. Get that intimate relationship with him. Get to know him. And here, finally, 14 to 16, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high here again. Hey, but when the enemy looks, you know, they're telling you work in places, they refuse to give you um, promotion and so many things that they try to do. You, you, you um, experience various situations in life, you know, and so many things happen to you. But guess what the Lord said in verse 14? Because he has set his love upon me, because you dwell in that secret place, Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. It doesn't mean that God's going to deliver you from everything. Listen, your body, you may say you have a healthy body, but every so often you get a little cold, a little here, a little pain here. But you're a healthy person. You know, you don't have terrible things happening to you because you live right, you eat properly, you probably do a little exercise here and there, but you're healthy. And this is what he's saying. 
because you have set your love upon him. You have chose to serve him. He said he's going to deliver you. He will set you on high, high above the sins of this world because you have known his name. You call on his name. The name is Jesus. 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 Someone said, call him in the morning, call him at noon, call him at night. He's never busy, and he'll make everything all right. I call him Jesus, my Lord. That's what he's saying here this morning. When you dwell in that secret place, and finally, verse, um, verses 15 and 16, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. Imagine that. You know, there are times when, uh, you know, things are happening. You may not feel very well today or this moment. And I, in my mind, I'm talking to the Lord, asking him to touch my body. Before you know, he tells me something that went wrong or ate or whatever the case, or the, pain, the situation just passed. Because he shall call upon me. Hear what he said. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. As I said earlier, life is not just for terra firma, not while we are here on earth. Eternal life. Amen. Where we can reap our inheritance. That does not say the way that First Peter talks about, First Peter 3. Talks about it. An inheritance. It does not fade. Moth cannot rust and all those things cannot affect it. Tarnish it. Neither can thieves go in and steal. Great brethren, this morning, and for all those who took the time to listen, I pray that you will find that secret place in God. Um, earlier, I didn't mention this is Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We're here every Sunday morning. If you would like to join our program, the live program, just let us know and we will um, send you the information. But listen, or even if you want to call in, you can call in at 678-964-4096 and we'll give you the information or text us there and we'll give you the information. Listen, what we're saying here this morning is this. God loves you. Find the secret place in God. Find that place. It doesn't matter what you're going through in life. Find that place. All you need to do, call on his name, confess to him as it's stated in First John chapters 1 and 1 and 2 from verse 8 to 2 to chapter 2 and verse 2. Con- acknowledge your sin, confess them, depart from them, repent, and you'll be forgiven. You will be forgiven. doesn't matter how sinful you are. So I want to say to you today, find that secret place in God. The secret place. This is the only place that you can find refuge, find protection from all the evil forces around you. Demonic spirits are real. They are. You don't believe it? Well, I don't, I don't know how else I can explain to you, but they are real. You look at the things happening in your life. You have done everything that is right, but suddenly things are going wrong. There are all various ways, rather various ways, the enemy can attack and approach. But I want you to know, when you are in that secret place of the Most High, God will protect you. We have Minister Vino who's going to come right now, and she's going to take over from here. Good morning again, my sister. Good morning, Dr. Stewart. I tell you, Psalms 91, 
is a very powerful song. I first um, came across Psalms 91 when I was about 15 years old. Uh, my brother, he was a Christian. And um, I remember one evening he said, oh, God told him that um, he should sleep in the bed that we were sitting. That was me and my other sister were in the bed. And we were so upset because we were thinking, why would you want to sleep in our bed? We didn't understand. I was 15 years old. But that night, that night in my sleep, so actually it was me, my sister Joy, but Joy's foot was at the head of the bed. Joy's head was at the foot of the bed, and there was a window right there um, where she was laying at the foot of the bed. So me and my brother, we were at the, or we were at the, the head of the bed, and so in my sleep, Doctor Stewart, I was, and this was early. Night. I don't know who ended up going to bed so early. This was probably around nine o'clock at night. I was sleeping laying on my back, and I saw a figure came through the window. And I saw when it came up over the bed, and I felt this coldness hit my feet. And immediately, I jumped up with my hands, stretched forth my arms open and say, the blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is against you. My brother was saying the same thing, and then Joy joined in. I was about 15 years old, not even going to church. Wow. And the figure just um, just started going down. Like, this was always in cartoons, and it went right back to the window, the shadow. And, um, We've got to turn on the lights, and um, we heard a knock on the back door, and it was a neighbor next door, and he said, um, he said, he heard a commotion, and one night it was okay, and we said, you know, you know, a, a, a spirit came in the house, and he said, you know, my church brother, there, there were seven-day church of God, he said, he's here with us, you know, would you like us to come over and pray with you, and him and the church brother came over, and he turned to me and said, fine. Psalm 91. <laughs> and I started reading Psalm 91. And I tell you, that scripture spoke to my very being. It reassured me that if I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, he shall have, and if I abide under the side of the Almighty, that God is my refuge and my fortune. And what really, really in to me that night was he said, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. When I read those scriptures, if I had any doubt that there was a God who shielded and protected me, that doubt through the window that night because I was assured that God is my refuge, my fortress. He says a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come like thee. Mm. Dr. Stewart, that night was so 
spoke to me, Psalms 91 has been my best friend. Mine too. Because it reminds me of who God is. He will protect us. He will shield us. He says, don't worry. Don't be afraid. No matter what is happening around you, you go to bed to sleep at night, you pray, you tell God, cover me, protect me, rest assured that he's going to do that. He'll shelter you. Just like as I grew up, um, when I was younger, we used to go to visit my granddad in the country. And he was a farmer. He had chickens, he had cows, pigs, you name it. And I remember that night time, the mother hen would go up to the roof. <laughs> what is a stick from the ground up to the tree? Mm-hmm. And you see all the chickens following her going mm-hmm. up. And then she would over them, they would under be under her wings. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, He'll protect us under His wings, shelter us from predators, from the hawk, from the, the, the mongoose that would, uh, that would speak to us. So, so, so he eat the young chickens. The mother was protecting all the chickens under her wing. So if any, any predator come at night time, they would have to go through her first before they get to her chickens. And God is saying he will shelter us under his wing. Just as you mentioned, Dr. Stewart, that the devil could not kill Joe because God did not give him permission to do that. And so nothing happens to us by chance. God is already aware of it. And he goes, what happens is what God allows. And if God allows it, it's because he knows that we can bear it. We can go through it. It will not overtake us. But we need to understand that. A lot of times when, when life overtakes us, we feel like this is it. We can't go on. This is the end of us. But if God allows certain things for you to go through, it's because he knows that you're already an overcomer. He knows that you'll be victorious. You just need to continue to trust him. And obey his word. That's all. Because God will never leave us, nor will you forsake us. I tell you, I love Psalm 91, Dr. Stuart. I love this psalm. It speaks to us. It speaks to us who God is. Who he is. He said that there shall no evil shall befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Huh? What a wonderful God. That night when I read this, when I read this and I knew that a plague came in my home, and even in my sleep, God, the Spirit of God worked through me. All three of us in unison. And and Joy was able to share that the thing was holding her down. She couldn't move. Mm. And it was when we started feeling the blood, she got the relief. I just thank God this morning for this word, Dr. Stewart. I thank God because he said he shall give his angels charge over us. Keep us in all our ways. And if we fall down, guess what? He'll bear us up. He will bear us up if we dash us against a stone. I thank God this morning for who he is. And for those who are listening out there, I hope that this um, resonates in your to remind you the kind of God that we serve, that he watches over us constantly, that he doesn't go to sleep any at all. He keeps watch over us throughout the day and the night. No matter where we are, God is with us. And his promises are yea and amen. And if he said in Psalms 91 that he'll keep you, he will shield and protect you. Because he's not a man that he should lie. 
we thank God for that this morning. Thank you, God. Lord, I just thank you for the word that went forth this morning. I thank you, oh God, for reminding us who you are, that you are a God who loves us with an everlasting love. Every time I think about how much I love my children, in spite of the things they do, sometimes they are disobedient, but it doesn't change my love towards them. And I know, God, that you love us more than I love my children. What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God you are. Lord, I thank you this morning for reminding us that you are watching over us, that you are stealing and protecting us from the hand of the enemy. And the only time the enemy gets us is when, Father God, we disobey you because you give us instructions and sometimes we choose to, to not listen and to obey your will. And so it's like we have to re- be recalled that lesson. It's yeah. just like when we're in school and, and we fail an exam and we have to do it until we pass it. And yeah. it's the same thing with life. If we don't pay attention. And so even with the children of Israel, they, they, they went around the wilderness for 40 years. It's because of their disobedience. And so God, help us to be obedient, to trust you in all things. We may not know the big picture or the end is going to be. The path we're going to take each day, but we have to hold on to your unchanging hand to trust you and trust the process. Lord, I hope that this word touches someone's heart today, that they'll be able to reach out and say, listen, this word was for me this morning. This scripture resonated in my spirit. Lord, I just thank you for Dr. Stewart and this ministry. I pray, God, that you continue to use her, God, in such a mighty way. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Sister Vivian. As always, there is something coming, and as we talk about it all the time, God knows how and when he's going to use us. And I thank God for your willingness because God always has his people somewhere. And no matter how we may say, well, I can't, or and I'm talking to people out there right now. You're saying to yourself, oh, I, I, like, I would love to be, um, to be part of it, but because of such and so, I can't talk with people. I can't um, present myself out there. Let me say here to you that with God, all things are possible, and God will never, ever let you down. You only need to mouth, open your mouth, as he said in the Word. Open your mouth, and he will fill it. And each day he's preparing his people for his work. So I want to thank you again, my sister. And for those who are listening out there, remember, the invitation is open. It's up for you, for you to accept it, no matter which country, which country you, are, you are living in. We can reach you through Skype, through Facebook. Come on in and say something for the Lord because somebody is waiting. You can find us on the website at www.frministry.org. The State Restoration Ministries in Shekinah Theological College, which is online. It's a Christian institution. Stop putting it off. God has called you. Don't put it off anymore. It is time to do what God has called you to do. God bless you. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week, and stay safe. Until then, remember, State Restoration Ministries, restoring lives from the inside out. And Japan Theological College answering what does the word say? God bless you.